I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. It's fascinating. The energy definitely increases when Luann comes out to sing her two songs. Hi Brendan, welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> did you miss us last week? No. Yes, you did. Yeah, I get no. I, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> miss you. Well, thanks again to Jamie and Alex for. Doing an amazing job last week. Yeah, thank you. That was their audition, and they'll be taking over for me shortly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, you were busy working and twerking. I wasn't twerking. I was working. <laughs> uh, but there's been some stuff going on in the neighborhood. A little thing called the Met Gala. Oh, yeah. The Met Gala. The first Monday in May. I know. It's like actually one of my fa- like I'm it's like one of my favorite nights to like watch what happens, you know. Yeah, live. Yeah. Um I didn't I don't love the e-coverage. It sucked. Why is Juliana and Brad like up in an ivory tower somewhere? They're like in Rockefeller Center with the one of the judges from Project Runway, who's the former editor of Teen Vogue. Oh, I didn't recognize that to be her. And then there's that like British woman. Oh, who that woman could go? She always no, but they like her because she always has like she's always read an email from a stylist recently Mm. that she can like talk a little bit about. Sure. Yeah, but I agree. They should be on the main stage. But it's not really set up in the way that, like, a regular award show is. They don't get their, like, space. And Juliana needs her space. Mm. She can't be crammed up there with, like, someone from, like, Bustle. Sure. Or, like, BuzzFeed News. She needs her time and space. Well... Should we play? Well, but one more thing I wanted to say about e news coverage sure. is that they kept on cutting to commercial when, like, 
literal iconic fashion moments were happening. Yeah. I do have the the one thing I do give the E coverage credit for is that we got to see the um the stuff that needed to be seen in motion in motion. Instead versus of, like following it on Twitter where you only get the pictures. Uh, do you know that um Twitter now has video? Oh my god, when did they introduce that? <laughs> You're such an idiot. But no, speaking of, we're going to go play um, Iconic Fashion Moment. Okay, um, It's sure. a quick game that we're just going to go through. I'll name some of the top of mind people. Sure. And you decide whether it was a Iconic Fashion Moment to you or not. Sure. So first of all, Lady Gaga. Okay. If it was anyone other than Lady Gaga, it would have been an Iconic Fashion Moment for me. Wait, you're a... Hmm? But... I wanted like something else, something more, something different. I almost wish she did it in reverse. Like putting pieces on? Putting pieces on. That would have been interesting. Um, like it would have been interesting for her to arrive in that brawn panties and people are like, what the fuck? But yeah. then like have pe- pe- attendees. Yeah, but I still liked it. Yeah. But I mean, we have a few more iconic fashion moments coming up that I think like for someone who was the co-chair, right, like blew her out of the water. Um, sure, but one more thing about her is this was my problem with East coverage is in the middle of her like fifteen minute piece of performance art, they kept on cutting away to commercial, and then I would see I would be on Twitter and I would see the moments that I hadn't seen on E yet happen, and then oh. they'd go back to them. I think I was still at work when this was happening. Yeah, because so. she was one of the first. <laughs> um, I didn't list him here, but. On that vein, a co-host, Harry Styles. Mm. Um, well, he was one of the first men. Right. So since he was on the earlier side, at first I was like, oh, it, this might be an iconic fashion moment. Right. But then like many men upstaged him, but then also many men fell below him. Right. I liked it though. He was like I middle a, of the pack I liked me. a blouse. <laughs> yeah. I love a blouse. It was a, it was, wasn't that a pussy bow or whatever? Um, there might've been a little puss in there. Oh my God. Please don't say that again. Um, Janelle Monet. Okay, this to me is one of the the, the iconic. It's fashion the moments. iconic fashion moment to me. Oh yeah, I think it wins. Okay, I have like some other things to say for okay. other people, but she's up there because like the wink is the wink is camp. It's camp. Like camp is the wink. The wink. The wink is camp. But like camp is. The wink. Yeah, yeah. But like but not the wink her is wink, camp. but like in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she got it, baby. She got it. Um, Billy Porter. I mean, this is the other iconic fashion moment. Also got it. Yeah. But like coming in with like the razzle dazzle. Loved yeah. it. The moment being carried in, then the wings. These wings are made to fly, baby. These wings were made to fly. Mama told me. Okay. <laughs> Aquaria and Violet Chachki. Um... They were moments. I think Violet Chachki was more a moment as far as the theme goes. Ooh, yes. Violet was more camp to me. Yeah. The glove, which I loved. Sure. Um, did you see Aquaria and Darian Lake got into it? Oh, yes. That that was an iconic fashion <laughs> moment. Was, um, they have since made up, but they got into it briefly. What about uh, one RuPaul? <laughs> uh, I don't think it was an iconic fashion moment. It was fine. A lot of people are complaining because he didn't come in drag, and I get it. 
I would have been fine with him not being in like drag drag if it was like more of an iconic fashion moment. But this was just like this was like a little bit a workroom look. Yeah, but like a little elevated, like a, a little elevated version of a workroom look. But like I feel like we could have elevated it a workroom look. I think he could have done boy drag mm-hmm. like to another level. He should have done what he should have done was yeah. dress as milk as him. That would have been camp, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, get into drag and then, like, get into drag again, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. What about Celine Dion? Uh, yeah, this was fun. This was camp. This is an iconic fashion moment. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Um, Lena Dunham. <laughs> It's an iconic fashion moment in only that, like, what a great moment to, like, send to people who can't stand her. Right. So, like, that is an act of camp. They have the fuel to get them through the next yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Kendall, Kylie, Kim, and Chris. Okay. I would say of them all, Kim was the iconic fashion moment because, like, someone pulled up the reference which is like a Sof- Sophia Loren coming out of the like water. the ocean. Mm-hmm. And like Sophia Loren is camp. Right. Kim is like naturally camp. Kim referencing a Sophia Loren moment is camp. Right. I will say they usually, like especially Kendall, Kylie, and Kim, usually don't play along with the theme as m- much mm. as they did this year, it feels mm-hmm. like. Um, and then Chris looked like B.B. Rexa. <laughs> yes, she did. As yeah. the internet pointed out. <laughs> what about Katy Perry? It's like embarrassing. <laughs> right? <laughs> People are pointing to this as one of the more camp moments in the yeah, short. But like, I just, I don't, I don't land on where, whatever planet she's in. I, I never pick up what she's putting down. Mm. I like, it's fine. It's a little too obvious to me. I don't know. Are we talking about the chandelier or the burger? Both. Both were like, reminded me of 2011 Katy Perry. If anything, like, <clears throat> and I think I've, I'm maybe reiterating what people have said. Like, if we had done the burger from start to finish, I might be more on board with that. But, like, her changing into the burger later annoys me more, like... I don't get where the two connect. Oh, yeah, there's no connection. It's just, like, there's objects? Yeah, just objects. If, like, she, like, showed up, like, a french fry and then turned into a burger, Mm -hmm. like... It could have been, like, a story. Yeah, or a chandelier into a fucking clock. Like, let's make it a Beauty (laughs) and the Beast theme. Sure. Um, Taylor's oldest time. Um, Lena Waithe. Love it. She was a co-chair as well. Right. Love her making a statement. I think it's interesting. Her, She's had two iconic fashion moments in a row in her first two Met Galas. Mm. Last year was the rainbow flag cape. That, oh, like, yeah. Big one that was like a big moment sure, last sure, year. Sure, sure, um, sure. I think I like this one more. Sure. Um, uh, but what's interesting is like, okay, as a co-chair, do you have influence on the guest list? I don't know. If so, then, like, let's... We should have invited, like, a black drag queen. Right. Exactly. Like, someone had a good... I think I was convinced from a tweet that Asia O'Hara's tenure on her season was, like, camp. Like, Tweety Bird, that fish. Um, There were, like, a few other looks that really 
embodied it the moment. Agree. So like she should have been the one. One hundred percent. Um, I don't think they have influence. I think it's all Anna. Mm. Anna really? just makes all the list. Anna. Wow. Well, I mean Anna and her team. Yeah, sure. I don't sure, think sure. Anna necessarily watches Riverdale and knows mm, to invite mm. those two. But I, you know, I don't, what I, the, the whole cast was there. Right. We couldn't squeeze one black drag queen. Come on. I know. Um, Zendaya is Michi. Love it. Love a Disney moment. I loved... Although someone said she copied Claire Danes. Oh, Lindsay Lohan said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Claire Danes in the technology mm. year had mm. something that lit up. So that's she copied Claire Danes as much as like Kendall copied Celine this year. They sure. both had headpieces, right? Okay. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I loved the touch of leaving the glass slipper on the carpet. See, that is the gag of the season. That's the gag of the season. Yeah. And Zendaya is Michi. She should have come as Michi. Oh, yeah, she should have. That would have been camp. For sure. <laughs> I like, I, um, okay. Ezra Miller. That was a gag. That one was... of the best. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the best, in my opinion. That was an iconic fashion moment. Um, Lupita, also up there for me. She kind of like can't do wrong. Like, right. I, it's hard to imagine a world where Lupita does something wrong, like wrong. incorrect. Correct. And you need to see us. This is us. I I used to watch that no, show. I don't watch the it anymore. The movie Us. I will. It's so fucking. I good. famously don't go see movies in theaters. Brendan, I, I host Brendan's movie weekend. From except my except we're seeing Detective Pikachu next except week. Except we're maybe. seeing Detective Pikachu. But Us is still in theaters, and I will go go back and see it. Okay, you, let's if, go right after this. Like, if you're shy, let's go right after this. No, we got Drag Race, baby. Got Alamo Draft House is right there. Okay. Um, Lizzo. Okay. It was an iconic fashion moment. But the iconic camp moment was the next was day. Was the fucking LaGuardia Airport? That was JFK. That wasn't oh. LaGuardia. In my brain, it was LaGuardia. But I don't it think Lizzo was flying out of LaGuardia. What? what? Too much like... construction. <laughs> People fly out of like wherever they need to fly out. of. I will say the Southwest Terminal at LaGuardia, which for years and years and years was like the worst place on earth. Sure, they just redid it. It's amazing. See, there's a Shake Shack. So then, who are you then to be who in Hollywood? I'm saying Brendan Davis flies out of yeah. LaGuardia. Lizzo doesn't. But it's not like JFK is like it's VIP. nicer. <laughs> it's nicer. But okay, but we're getting off track. That this is important discourse to me. That won her the Met Gala a day later. Right, you got to keep the coverage going any way you can. But like, who would have? Who would like thinking to do that the next day? Like that is camp. Next year, <laughs> this is what we're gonna see. Everyone's gonna be showing up at the airport in their no, outfit. but that but the theme's not camp then. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> No, none of these people know what mm-hmm. camp is. So famously, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, and Paige Desorbo or whatever. Paige Desorbo does not know what camp is. Okay, speaking of camp, um, camp. One time, the Real Housewives of Atlanta went on that iconic camping trip, and so let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta All for right, a so sec. This is via Tamara Tattles. It's Tamara Tattles. Uh, let's let's ask her. <laughs> she reports. Kenya's getting a peach. So she says, Kenya Moore is returning to Real Housewives of Atlanta for the upcoming season. I've known this was probably happening for a bit. However, I didn't want to confirm it until the contract was actually signed. 
because I really wasn't sure it was happening. The contract negotiation phase went on forever last season between Kenya and Bravo and ended with Kenya deciding to walk away. So we've been hearing rumors for a while, but now it is confirmed. This does not guarantee Kenya a peach. The contract she she signed is a per-episode contract. But at this point, I'm told the peach is there for her to take or lose. And both Bravo and Kenya are happy with the deal. I feel confident she will get the peach, but I'm always hesitant until it actually happens. Thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I like it, I think. Uh, I can't wait for her, like her and Tan. I want to see her and Tanya. Her and Tanya. I want to see her and Eva. I want to see her and the secret weapon of Wakanda. Oh no, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. Is um, Marlo? Does Marlo have a peach? Is Marlo even going to be around? Marlo's not getting a peach, but I feel like she will. I feel like after last year, she definitely has like full time friend of status. Sure, but what does that mean for her <clears throat> wallet? Mm. Well, she has Marlo Hampton Inc., right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has the Hamptons as well. I want to see her invited to Jill Zarin's annual mm-hmm. um, fundraiser in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if her and Cynthia can come together. Why is that? Oh, because they're best. Cin- no. Cynthia always goes. Yeah, except they're on like different sides of the fight right now. I know, but things change and shift and alliances mm-hmm. change, and this isn't until the summer. So sure. a lot can happen. And summer should be fun, baby. Summer should be fun, baby. But before we get to that, it's time for the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Actually, you know what? Before we get to Vanderpump Rules, let's get to the return of Real Housewives of Potomac. Ah, yeah. You didn't update the sorry. (laughs) We like to go. We like to go in order of when they aired to make it easier for your brain yeah it's so so much easier for the brain yeah i've listened to like a few podcasts where they like jump around and i feel like i'm being held upside down i know well like, you know you, when you, no you, you know when you're like a kid and like an uncle or something will like hold you upside down that's what it's like when i don't think that ever happened to me like by your legs and you're like ah <laughs> no i feel like alex has already done it to his nephew mm, that could make all the Blood rush to the kids' brain. I know, brain. It just makes them stronger, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> you and your like weak wrists. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my all my weak wrists. Yeah. Okay, Potomac. Wow. Wow. It, speaking of iconic fashion moments, the return of Potomac is an iconic fashion. Moment. I want to talk about before we like get into it the the way time works in Potomac. Uh, we filmed this actually somehow three years ago. They filmed it. Two weeks after the reunion mm, mm, mm. was not after the reunion was filmed. I don't know. Was it after, two weeks after the reunion? I want to say filmed. So they were filming while last season was airing. Wild. It's just and yeah, time works in mysterious ways in Potomac. I don't, it just confused me, but I liked it. Well, at this point, Ashley Darby is like knocking on pregnancies preg- no delivery dates window right and like here she's and even for like most of the season she's still thrown back her scene with michael was a fright fest we haven't seen anything like this since the alex mccord days mm. remember when alex mccord like did some lingerie sh- peep show for simon i mean and it was Tamara barney has done some like yeah sexy times it was also spliced with like ramona rubbing oil on 
Mario's chest. Oh, yeah, they've had sexy times as well. Yeah, it's... We haven't really had it in, like, modern, modern day. Mm, the modern think. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's shocking. Also, the out and back flash forward and then brought us right back <gasps> moment that we had during their scene was that, wild. That was cinematography. It was like... Um, Editing. It was like... Uh, 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 what's it called? Um, Raven Simone. That's mm. so Raven mm. when she has a flash to the future and then comes yeah. right back. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Giselle and the kids. St- these daughters are stars. Well, I want to make a bold statement. Oh, God. Are you going to say something mean? No. The daughters are the most normal kids there have ever been on Real Housewives of anything. Yeah. Like, they seem like normal people. Yeah. And I think we... I think it's also to be noted, we didn't, we haven't had a ton of screen time with them. But we've had them with like Giselle's mom. We've had them meeting Sherman. But we've never, we've never got them like this, like just in conversation mm. with their mom yeah, yeah, yeah. as like big players in the scene. Sure. And they're great. Yeah. Like to have like three normal children, what a blessing. I can only hope for that. How many do you want? Do two. Three's too much. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I used to be I used to be a three, but like I feel like I'm gonna do two and see how that <laughs> feels. I think three's too much. It, it, especially if like if we stay in Brooklyn. I'm the fourth also. So <laughs> So you don't want to be alive. Yeah. So after you move to your new apartment, I mean your new house, are you gonna then like eventually move to like Staten Island? Uh I mean the goal is to like well no, I don't think Staten Island is a destination. It's one be, of the pit stops. It would be, no, it would be other directions. But we'll see how Brooklyn Long uh, Island? Out. That could be something, but I don't think New so. New Jersey? Or like a Westchester. I feel like, no, uh, I feel like you need to move to like where our other friends are going to be eventually moving. Oh yeah, that's Jersey, yeah. Like you need to live on the With same them? streets. <laughs> Me and Jamie have decided that Halloween will be our time to visit them when they move out. <laughs> so that, like, maybe we can do a one-two punch on Halloween. We just see you every Halloween and that's it. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Just saying, how often do you hang out with your friends who move to Jersey? Um, like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Finally, we can cancel this podcast if that happens. Wow. No, we're going to have a studio like, oh, like Melissa Gorga. <laughs> okay. Um, Candace planning this wedding. We're like really down to the wire. Like, I can't believe we picked up f- filming and like the wedding is this weekend. I didn't realize it was so- coming so quickly. But, but if you, if you think back, the wedding happened right after the reunion, which is really weird. Right. And we were like, how is this happening right now? Potomac is kind of one of those casts where when they're, they're not on my screen, I'm not seeing their news as much. But they're also one of those casts where like they set it and forget it. Like they'll film it. And then, like, air it so much later from when they filmed it. Right. Because they switched spots with New York this year, right? Yeah. They usually start airing before New York. But New York, they've... Ru- it's It feels like every other franchise, they're rushing them out and to start over. And Potomac, they're like, we'll just sit on the footage for... But they did that last season as well. I know, but every other franchise, it feels like they're speeding up. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Like, right. we're barely getting any... I mean, they barely got any camera downtime between the reunion and filming. But I guess this is their camera... They get more yeah. camera downtime afterwards? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. We get the return of Matt. I was so surprised that he's still a player. 
But you would think like, okay, he's back again. He's coming over to Karen's house in a rainbow slider. Yeah. A gym short. A f- an, an oversized flannel. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is not an iconic, an iconic fashion moment. I could have, yeah, he like needed to go one way or the other. <laughs> Actually, he was going in three different directions. <laughs> like, like, all bad directions. He should have come over in the rainbow slider, mm. some like nice black, like athletic pants. And Lena Waithe's Met Gala look from last year. Yeah, rainbow wings. <laughs> no, or just like like a zip up like mm. like sure. l- little coat. I don't get like the the thought process between like a flannel shirt and a short. It's like you're. It's really you're you're dressing for two different climates. Right. It was not flannel though, was it? A flannel? Uh, no, it was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but that was some fun antics with like Giselle calling. Oh yeah, and then do you want lemonade? No, I want coffee. Oh yeah, the coffee, the lemonade. The lemonade was too. Um, it was a color of yellow. It shouldn't have been. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's like the Minute Maid lemonade, not like. A no, f- I've had Minute. Don't throw anything at <laughs> Minute Maid. This wasn't Minute Maid's problem. This was whoever made its problem. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's fun. But the cookies eventually get there. With. Like, they do do a face-to-face. Briefly. They're, like, in a, like, a pink vase with tissue paper over them. Yeah, yeah. But the kids made them, The kids made them. And they were, like, raving about the cookies when they were eating them. Mm, Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay, I miss this part. Monique owes Giselle an apology. I can't remember what for, though. I don't remember. Like, something, and then when the preview next week, like, see, like, we see them fighting over it. Yeah, at the wedding. Uh, Robin, full-time, back with Juan. Queen. I love this love. I love Robin with a short deal. Them in the hot tub was weird, but I liked it. That was another sexy time, baby. Yeah, but it wasn't as gross. Mm. There wasn't any, like, sucking anything off of someone's body. Sure. Like we saw with Michael and uh, Ashley. And when Ashley, like, looked him in the face and was like... You're so beautiful. You're so handsome. I was like, who are you lying to? She's acting. <laughs> okay. Um, we have like Giselle and Ashley hanging out, but like only for a split second compared with Karen and Candace hanging out mm-hmm. with the dead bonsai tree. I think that Candace, I think you're right in your assessment when you said that it feels like she's been on this show much longer. I think she works like flawlessly in the mix and like she's so good in scenes with other people and by herself well to me like the monique scenes this this episode like i was only half paying attention to and the to me the candace scenes were like the pillars of this episode the most riveting part that like, yeah. we haven't even gotten to was her thing with her mom talking yeah. about the half brother yeah wild so yeah. i know somebody in a situation like this <gasps> I was texting you about this. I know. I'm I'm like acting for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
A second ago, you were also, like, staring at me with, like, the biggest eyes. Um, And I thought I did something wrong. But I know someone in a situation like this who also recently had a wedding, Mm. but I don't think that they wanted to invite this half-sibling, which is interesting. Mm. So the half-sibling wasn't at this wedding. Uh, But it's hard to say. It's such an interesting quandary on, like, whose side you're on. Mm-hmm. And it can seem cut and dry, but if you put yourself in the mom's shoes, as far as like her only daughter is getting married, and she doesn't want to deal with like what she views as a very dark thing in her past, like mm-hmm. I get it. I can think. I can wrap my head yeah, around that. But like, <clears throat> I've been to many a wedding in my day, and like, there's usually, and this wedding sounds like there's going to be a ton of people there, it's right? Like, but. She wanted the brother at the head table. Yeah. That was, like, part of the point. But that's the other thing. Like, who's... Like, I've talked about this before. People place, like, such um, uh, value on the tables and, like, who's sitting where and da-da-da-da. Like, if your wedding's good enough, no one's sitting. Excuse me, our table at Tim and Trang's wedding was great i know but we were like we were sitting down for like 15 minutes right but our table was great you bond with your table and then you interact with them elsewhere yeah sure (laughs) but like the person sitting on the other end of the table like theoretically the mom and the half brother could sit on other ends of the table and like not even be able to speak if they wanted to sure i'm just saying i get like i get her point to an extent because i can like put myself in that situation or put myself in her situation a little bit and like be like, oh, I understand why she thinks this way. Um, I also think that there's something to the fact that she's paying so much money for this mm, wedding. Yeah. Which... Well, I think when that's the case, like, they get more say. Right. Right. I mean, it is what it is, baby. It is what it is. I will say, I'm glad that... Uh, Candace won the fight over the table shape because in the preview the wedding looks beautiful with like the long mm. tables like the it's almost like the SAG Awards is she gonna have the long tables or is she gonna yeah have it's it? in the preview so if she's gonna have the long tables even more so for the mom not to care right because he could be like a mile away <laughs> I, Terrence and Joel had a long table wedding a long table wedding you were a mile away from everyone all that matters is essentially who you're sitting next to and right. who you're sitting across right which was also the mom's point, like why you should have round tables. Mm. But I think the long tables looked better. Mm-mm. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. Who else? Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, the mom like dragging her for the way she's cooking the eggs was just a piece of the puzzle. Very you. <laughs> you should have gone this way. <laughs> I also like you responding to a text about someone writing about post eggs, and you're like, I think those are actually a little over easy. I think they were over easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he was trying to quote me like perfectly poached eggs. I know, even that's though they the point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but we're like jumping right into the wedding next week. I know it's wild. I can't believe. Can you believe? Do you think she tried to invite Andy like Leanne Locken tried to invite Andy? Uh, no. I don't think, like, the Potomac women... Care about Andy. Care about Andy, except Giselle. Yeah. Giselle was... She's... She is the matriarch. Yeah. I think even, like, the Grand Dame knows that now. Yeah. Which is why she's, like, accepting the call, accepting the cookies, accepting the visit. Gotta keep the plot moving. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. 
Um, let's take a quick break, and we have so many shows. Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, Beverly Hills, New York, baby, and Drag Race. And we're back with Vanderpump Rules. Speaking of iconic fashion moments. Raquel. Raquel Welsh Levesque. (laughs) That was an iconic moment. She really... I have to say, I mean, this is later on in the episode... But I'm surprised by how much she carried the episode. I mean, to me, the older folks seem so mm. bitter in this episode. Yeah. Like, especially Jackson, Brittany. Brittany, the Brittany wasn't a good look this episode mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. in my humble O. Um, to me, and I'm not sure I had agreement in this household, Sandoval seemed like the reasonable. Like, Sandoval and Ariana seemed to be the reasonable ones. Yeah, but that it's like it's hard to be reasonable with that many people in that cast. It was hard to watch Brittany and Jax yell, and this isn't Sandoval and Ariana's fault, but it was hard to watch them yell at um, uh, at Sandoval and Ariana about that. I will say, I don't, I do think that Sandoval and Ariana maybe owe more to Brittany and Jax for yes. And, like, shouldn't be so both sides of the game. But also, without that, there's, like, not the show. Yeah. Like, we need some conflict, baby. But but their point was, like, Jax said something first. And, like, sure, the stuff that James says is probably worse. Right. But, like, I wouldn't engage with James then. Right. I did enjoy seeing um, Kristen sort of, like... <gasps> well, she kind of opened the show <laughs> with her big announcement. I know, which we now know. We now... Okay, well, she said she's single. Right. And thanks to... So, Laura Von Bergen had a dispatch from... She went to some festival where Kristen was selling James May... It was like a street fair. A street fair. And we're not playing the recording because it got cut off. um, And we would like to give Laura an opportunity to call in again and tell the whole story. But... Word on the street is Carter was present. Present and accounted for. On this Sunday in a space where Kristen also was. Yeah. So, we'll see. So, is she single or is she not? Um, I don't know. Um, we spent some time with Sheena's relationships. And I, and I feel like we got through so much Sheena stuff in that, like, is she just going to sit there in the next two episodes? I guess. Like, we sort of peaked on Sheena. Yeah. mm Although that that segment was fun for me, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I did like, like, whenever Andy would say something, it would go to a little montage where Sheena was repeating herself over and over and over again about Rob and then Adam and then... Um, Story of my life, baby. This new boy. Yeah. Um, Jack, we, Jax's proposal feels like it was last season, doesn't it? Well, wasn't it like episode one? Yeah, it was. And we saw, and we got all of the social media around it way beforehand. Cause like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were so perplexed by the fact that they, like Vanderpump Rules gets to show everything on social mm-hmm. yeah. and like no other show seems to like allow that sure. while they're filming. Yeah. We have to pretend Barbara Kay doesn't exist. I know. Do you remember that photo where <laughs> Bethany put the pumpkin over Barbara Kay's head? <laughs> yes. It yes. was actually for this <laughs> yeah, episode that we yeah. watched this week. Yeah. Um, but Jack's mentioning that this was his dad's favorite spot was interesting, but that tracks dad's love, like outdoor seafood spots. I don't know, but I mean like, Oh, like, it shouldn't like 
the place you're proposing be your like fiance's favorite spot? I think like we're just so close to the death that like we're tying him into it. And I think like everyone is sort of associating the fact that mm. the dad died and Jax is like grown enough that made he him can, propose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did like the discussion of Randall not being on pump. I know, and everyone was like kind, like everyone lightly was in dragging. Agreement. Yeah, yeah, he should be on, especially now that we know what we know about him. That he's not like this big shot guy. Yeah. He's like kind he, of a groveling fool who has no money. Yeah, and not. I'm not really like interested in watching it full time. In fact, I like the fact that it's on at 8 p.m. Southern Charm is coming back on Wednesday. Oh. Next week at eight. Perfect time for me to be like finishing up cooking while Alex is watching it. And I could like half pay attention, chopping up a vegetable. But like, why the fuck does Cameron get away with this shit too? Because she's a good narrator. But like that that's it? I think I mean with her, I like listening to her. <laughs> <laughs> Lala at this point, I'm so I think I'm so exhausted that I she used to excite me. Last season, like her presence was exciting this season. Well, she came in like, eh, and then she went, whoop, and then now she's back to, eh. Yeah. This season, I'm like, I could see you leave, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Especially if she's not going to move to Vanderbilt Valley. Yeah, where, where everyone goes to die. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then we had a whole conversation about what's the point of the Toms. I, <laughs> this conversation was actually really interesting, and... We saw Lisa in a different light, kind of, for the first time on Vanderpump, mm. where she was being questioned in a legitimate way, and she didn't really have all the answers. Yeah. But also, this was shocking to me in terms of, like, a lot of the Tom Tom storylines have felt so manufactured, mm-hmm. and this felt genuine. Mm-hmm. Like, them trying to lip sync for their life as to, like, why they should be part of this enterprise. Right, but her trying to wash her hands of them... At the business and like pay them out. Was... Well, yeah, her saying like, "Oh, we'll wait a year and like see if you get any money." <laughs> it's wild. Um, but isn't that like how restaurants work? Um, sure, but like, it seems like the Toms have no idea financially what's going on. Right. Like, can we get? Uh, they want to. Can we get a quarterly report? Right. Can we get a monthly report? Can we get something? Mm-hmm. I want to see income expenses. Net income. Why don't they, like, offer to help with the books or whatever? <laughs> well, Tom did have to come with his briefcase of cash. So. Yeah. I will say this again. The Crunchwrap knockoff needs hot sauce if you're planning on going to Tom Tom. We did get a Tom Tom dispatch from one James Vigiano as oh, well. He said it was awful. But they also went they on were Cinco few- de Mayo and couldn't get a seat. But I would think, like, it's not like people are going there for... Tacos or something. Or a margarita. Yeah, but mm, it's like West Hollywood. Mm, so, like, everyone's just out and about. That, yeah, that place is crowded all the time anyways. Sure. Um, the frozen shot machine conversation came up again. And, like, there was the... They should have been there to install it, but they weren't allowed to be there. And Ken was like, well, they're not here. Right. That was another thing where Lisa looked bad, I yeah, thought. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, okay. So Raquel... I liked... Stassi didn't do much this episode, but I mm. liked her presence there. Yeah. 
Her sitting next to um, Raquel was mm. interesting because she could like they would do often do like two shots of them where it was like yeah. Stassi reacting. I mean, she was a good buffer at yeah. the very least. And I know that she's not a good person, but like forever rooting for her in a way, Stassi. Oh, and she's becoming the most normal. I mean, she's the the goodest she's ever been. Yeah, but like she's she's got a problematic past. Of course, as they all do. Who amongst them? <laughs> right. Who amongst? Um, Raquel, fresh off the runway, fresh from the Met Gala. Oh my gosh. Uh, like oh, uh, she's so great. The whole plotline of Jack's creating a Raquel Twitter account <gasps> to post rumors about uh, James. I could have had the whole reunion be about that. And how Ariana found out it was Jack's because it was connected to his phone number. Fucking Detective Pikachu right there. <laughs> cracking the case. Wow. <sighs> Did you see screenshots from that Twitter account? No. I did online somewhere, huh? and it was like... It was a photo where it was like James, Logan, and some other shirtless guys, and they all looked like really sweaty, mm. and like it was like, my boyfriend is cheating on with me with a guy, or something like that, supposedly coming from Raquel. And I will say, James, the way he handled talking about this, I was like, oh, you're, like, well-messaged. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, so what if, like, like, what would be the problem if, like, I loved, like, this guy or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that was, I thought he did a pretty good job. Oh, talking about Logan? Yeah. Well, he oh. was, like, he was, like, making the point that, like, it's actually really fucked up that oh, Jack's yeah, created yeah, this yeah, count, because, yeah. like, what would be the problem if? Sure, 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 sure. Well, the problem being like he, that he he's with he's with Raquel. that he cheated, <laughs> but but the the basis of this whole thing from Jax wasn't just to try to claim yeah. that James was cheating, or else he would have posted a photo of James with a woman yeah. or something like that. It, it was, was like it was like a fucking homophobic attack. Mm. Yeah, we also got like to this whole conversation about James. Sucking on a boob or something? He sucked on a boob in Canada. <laughs> in Canada. And nobody's one talking does. about that. <laughs> Lala was apparently there. But I'm surprised, like, you would think James sucking on a boob in Canada, in a public space, someone would have seen it. I don't know. And, like, got, like, Snapchatted it? Not always. Mm, okay. I mean, like, think of all the situations these people have been in where they've, like, cheated on people like mm -hmm. tom schwartz from two yeah, years ago or yeah, whatever yeah. making out with someone at that restaurant yeah i just think it's really telling the way that raquel talks about the situation now and like she clearly just doesn't want to hear anyone talk to her about it but it doesn't seem like she cares all right so when saucy says i don't know raquel at all and then Raquel says, I'd love to get to know you. I wish you came to my puppy shower. <laughs> I fell on the floor. <laughs> I mean, Raquel is a fucking star. Oh my, she's not. She is. She's not. No, like, not a star. Like, oh yeah, like, I love you. I want to be you. I want to be friends no, with you. No, she's like, she, there's nothing going on in there. She made this episode. It, uh, she did. Sure. But then when when James like goes into his breakdown about like sh Jack's shitting with the the door open, I'm making chocolate chip pancakes. Brittany, where's my chocolate chip pancakes? It was wild. Uh, 
Okay, so then they, like... Ask about Lisa's brother. Ask about Lisa's brother. And, like, she admits that she's going to therapy. And she walks off. And then when she comes back, they're, like, mid-fight. They're just talking about other things. It was really weird. The yeah. whole Lisa walking off thing was really weird. Lisa's a different beast now. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting to see if she goes to the Beverly Hills reunion and see how she acts on that. How many times she walks off. Okay. That reminds me. We have not been asked to send questions to Wakabot on Facebook or email bravotv.com for Beverly Hills mm-hmm. reunion questions. This week they asked for New York questions. Weird. Are we getting like a 15 episode New York season? We might be. But I it, think we might be. It also could be a scheduling thing. Mm. Like we don't know. There okay. could be like some scheduling issue or something. Sure. I don't know. I hope not. I'm worried. It's okay. I mean, if we get a 15 episodes of New York, we got sure. 15 great episodes. It was of New York. great to be alive during right. them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I hate having anxiety about stuff, which is why I'm trying to look on the positive side with that. Anxiety about what? About us only having 15 episodes. Of oh, New York. okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, especially after, after this week, but can't wait to get to that. First, we must power through Beverly Hills, which was actually. Maybe the best episode in seven years. (laughs) Oh my God. Like I I didn't know that all I needed was these women going through a grocery store and like a little bit outside of their element. Okay. This is what we needed them to be together for 12 hours. Right. Which is something they have yet to achieve in 10 years. Right. They show up for dinner for 15 minutes usually. Then they're going their separate ways. What, what, What season is this? Eight? I don't know. We're not 10 years, because 10 years is, like, Roni territory. It premiered in 2010. Really? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I'm pretty sure. Back then, years went Mm. shorter. Shorter? Longer? quicker. (laughs) Right? It felt longer. (laughs) I don't know. I'm pretty sure... 2010 or 2011, definitely, but I think 2010. Yeah, uh, original release, October 14th, 2010. Wow. That's crazy. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, it went into 2011. Yeah, it finished in 2011. Yeah. Okay, so this show has been now on for, like, almost nine years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It just feels like shorter because all of these past few mm. seasons have like melded into each other because nothing's happened. Well, doesn't Beverly Hills also feel like the last OG? Yes, that's why they're the ones included in the OGs. Yeah, and the rest o- o- come OG faithful. Because yeah. the then we had the break. Well, then we had Mi- we had Miami, Miami, we had DC. DC was premiered before. Um, Beverly Hills. Shut the fuck up. Actually, yeah, August 5th, 2010 to August or to October 21st, 2010. That's wild. It's not wild. You just never watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Drag me to the pits. Um, it's available on um, 
Amazon Prime, iTunes, all Google right. Play, YouTube, all starting I'll, at one ninety nine. I'll do that after Pose. Oh God, you're never gonna watch Pose. No, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, okay, we're all packing for the trip. Rena's packing this like bag, this monster bag with wire cutters and like tools of every trade. I love these little antics. Great. I mean, Rena, this is like Rena season. Yeah, we get a little like flashback of her and harry climbing into this small tent together mm, like four episodes ago yeah <laughs> uh so we go to the supermarket you love this i love like it's so fun to watch them do this first of all i love um guys grocery games so it was reminiscent of that love to be in a supermarket where people are running for things see i just, i would have loved it if the stakes were there if they were buying for three nights Right. Because, like, they would actually have to do this. Right. But they're just being psychotic. Right? Exactly. But, like, just think of what could have been. Right? (laughs) If they had to stay three nights? If they had the steaks. Right. Like, steaks, like, that you eat? Both the steaks and the steaks. Right, so you're saying if they had to actually, actually meal, buy, like, yeah, meal, meal plan, plan for yeah. three nights instead of just buy a bunch of whatever they see. Like let Kyle do the chicken pie yard. Mm-hmm. Let some other idiot do the well done steaks. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. That would have been so fun. But we did get some grill antics. The, yeah, the grill antics were fun. Who's the one that saved the day? Dorit. Dorit? Oh my god, Dorit! Dorit saved the day. Am I a Dorit stand now? Dorit had a great episode. She did. She truly did. Um, I think okay, who for, had a great episode? Who had a bad episode? Okay, so I think for a dimmer season for this one person, she had a pretty good episode because of antics. Erica. Oh yeah, er- this was. I mean, if we were ranking them, Erica would probably be number two. Yeah, it, it was like fun watching her pull out the fucking pumpkin pie, put Ready Whip on it. Chomp into it, eat the easy cheese. Like, yeah. love th- those little antics. Yeah, I, I feel like she's this season becoming coming off a little bitter or conniving, especially with the LVP talk. Mm. Um, kind of being puppet mastery, especially with yeah. Teddy. And I liked that she was just like cool, yeah. fun girl. Everyone's the master. Um, what's continue going through? Rena. Rena I mean, she's the MVP, right? MVP. Her and Denise. Oh, Denise. Yes. Denise. Maybe Erica's not the top. Denise, two. our sex positive queen. Oh my god. Giving happy endings. Getting happy endings. Did Everyone you see should be the happy. after party? I mean, the after show rather. Um. It was her and it was Denise and Rena talking about like sex and porn, mm. and like Rena was talking about how her and Harry watch porn together a lot, but she only likes like porn from Vivid that's a little older because she mm. doesn't like new porn because like she doesn't like tattoos, which was a weird moment mm-hmm. um have you ever gotten a happy ending uh from a massage yeah that's no. like what it is that's no, like by no, definition no, 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 no. <laughs> no have you no have you ever had a massage uh, like once mm. yeah i love a massage. yeah i guess tell that about you <laughs> uh okay um let's keep on going so oh. teddy where when Rena said that the deluxe tent was nicer than where she stays in when she goes to QVC. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I loved that. And we had the flashback of her. Cl- I mean, this was Rena's episode. I know, and you know, and I've said it many times on this show. I love any moment that takes place in Westchester, oh, Pennsylvania, yeah, sure, sure, sure. a place I go to more than 
once a year. Yeah. I go to Westchester more than I'll see you once you move to Jersey. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Um, uh, uh, Teddy. Teddy, Teddy Bear. Did she have a good episode or not? Um, <laughs> just you going, Teddy, Teddy Bear. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, she ran around a lot. She couldn't really get things settled on the grill. She, okay. I have to say, though, the part of the episode that I would normally be engaged in, the fight, I don't know what they fought about. Either do I. Like, my, like, my brain left my body for a minute. It, but it felt like, and I'm, I don't like Camille, but it felt like Camille was winning. Oh. I no. don't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think she was saying, like, you're a millennial again, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, she was like, she kind of was confrontational in a way that she hasn't been. Like, she got called out for two having two faces, and she, like, looked at Ted, and he was like, well, both my faces are right here. Like, mm. something like that. We're yeah. doing an awful job of describing this part of the episode, but, but whatever. This is my least favorite part. It doesn't part. matter. I hated this part. Yeah. Okay, Kyle. Fuck, oh, fuck She's fuck such off. a loser. You're such a fucking loser, <laughs> Kyle. <Camille> Kyle. <laughs> like, ugh. I will say, I'm also afraid of heights. The rat antics? Was so corny. That was another thing that was like fucking it's like, staged. It's from like, but like sh- that's like from like yesteryear, Kyle. Like, it's come like, on. So it's 2019. Carol Radzewell did it better when she dressed up like a bear. Yeah, and yeah. scared them when they were camping. Yeah, like they see the camera crew outside their fancy tent. The lights are all the way up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's no gag here. Right. The gag of the season is that there is no gag. Yeah. Um, where was Lisa Vanderpump? Where is the kitchen? Was I need it, an update. Didn't she like show it to John Sesser or something? No, there was not even a split second in this episode. Oh. No, we get next week the big reveal of the kitchen. And John Sesser's there? I think John Sesser might be there. <laughs> and then Camille's begging LVP to come to the wedding. Come to the wedding. Yeah. How far away is LA from Hawaii? I feel like if if you want to be anywhere going to Hawaii, it's probably LA. But I still feel like it's a long way. But that's like probably for us to go to LA? Like Puerto No, like Puerto Rico or something. No, I think it's like LA. Oh really? I think it's like a oh, longer than might we be. Think. You might be right. You might be right. Okay. That's enough for Beverly Hills, right? Yeah. So the winner winner is Rena. Denise. Denise is like second place. If we had like an eight player Smash Brothers tournament, it'd be like. We can have different winners. It's okay. Okay. Speaking of winners, New York. New York. Who knew? Baby. Even though there were like uncomfortable moments in this episode, I still ate it up. I feel like it was kind of for you, not big of a deal for you to miss last week's New York because like it was very tensely focused. Though, uh, just to there were great that, moments. Yeah, comment on that for a second. The way that Dale Mortimer does not know how to comfort her, her daughter, daughter, yeah, after all these years, is shocking. Yeah, but I guess like when you're like that kind of wasp, mm. I get from popular culture. I figured out that that's how those people are. <clears throat> I've never seen a split second of. Gilmore Girls, but does, is is the grandmother in Gilmore Girls Dale? 
Kind of. I don't know. I just think it's shocking because, like, for me, my mom, if she texts me and I don't text back in, like, 30 mm. minutes, she will say, hi. <laughs> and it happened, actually, on my mom G-chats me now. It happened this morning. Mm-hmm. She, like, she now loves to G-chat, like, Brendan, I love you so much. I hope you have a great day. And she did that. And then I didn't get back in, like, 45 minutes. And she just responded, hi. And then I was like, oh, shit. Hi, I love you. <laughs> So, like, my mom's kind of the opposite of Dale in that mm, way. Mm. Um, so I just don't understand. Sure. But let's get into this week's episode. All right, let's jump into the Halloween party. Okay. Which it's... And, like, we... I feel like we, were, we either reported on this or we, like, were cognizant of it. Yeah, it was, like... I Lil' like, Kim's there. I feel like these kind of parties come up in New York every year. It's the same producers, and it's always the similar vibe. I've never been to one, but it's, like, a weird big venue where they're selling as many tickets as they can, and they're getting whatever, like, weird celebrity performances that they can. But didn't it seem emptier to you than, like, you would have ever imagined? Yeah. It was, like, big and empty with Bethany dancing alone with the, like, music producer dude. Like, you would think the wings that were meant to fly would not fit. I know. I will say, Bethany looked great. She did look great. She looked amazing. Like, she could have been in the Kardashian. uh, Oh, like she was referencing? Yeah, yeah. Dorinda, a fright. I thought Dorinda looked great. I thought she should have gone for the nurse's costume Mm. or kept that Batman thing on. Barbara Kay, I stand again. That is a fucking iconic fashion <laughs> moment. The fact that the cast did not recognize her. Someone said that it was very um, Katie Heron showing up to the Halloween party <laughs> in Mean Girls. <laughs> um, but it's funny because my aunt is Italian and has mm. lots of curly hair, mm-hmm. so... My cousin always calls her Slash. Okay. So it felt like go. like a very familiar reference yeah. to me. It's like going home. It's like again. going home. Again. Who else was there? Sonia was just doing another nurse. Another Not nurse. Exciting. And so was Tinsley. Oh, yeah. Tinsley did that. Tinsley too. was like kind of there. It felt like she like left for large yeah. periods of time. I don't remember Tinsley <laughs> being there, to be honest. And John was there. And it was interesting <gasps> for him to see him like talk to Bethany. Okay. This kind of like, go, like we'll go into it more. But the return of both John and Hannah... Felt so right. It felt so good. And I feel like it painted Dorinda in like the light we we remember her. Right. You know what I mean? Though she turns to the darker light at the oh, end of well, the episode. <laughs> didn't we all? But that was also like a group mm. fuck up, yeah, which yeah, yeah, felt yeah. better to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Bethany's the first one there. 8.43. We're getting timestamp. Timestamp. Time, timestamp. Uh, Luann's supposed to go on at 11. I feel like the first other person after Bethany didn't show up till like, like a half hour after nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just Bethany and like the produ- like the music producer or whatever. Yeah. And I just like I wonder in a situation like that when you're at a housewives event and like when you're at an open bar event, there's a, not a lot of time spent waiting in line for a bar, but like you're going up to the bar and getting. Mm. I wonder how like the drink thing works. Like our producers like. Funneling drinks over, like, how is that working? What are the inner workings of that? Uh, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Because, like, what, are we going to bring the cameras over to the bar? You might. I mean, we've seen that before a little bit. Only if we're filming a scene at the bar. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, Ramona's at Omar's. 
Who the fuck is Omar? It's a it's a restaurant apparently. I've never heard of this though. Okay. But like I feel like these women have these spots that are not even like good. Good or like iconic or like talk of the town or a Michelin star. But it's like where the the elders hang. But like the elders, oh my god! But like think about like us. Like we've got spots that like are Hello. Michelin star. They're at the top <laughs> of the town. That's where these elders hang. Like I never have a problem getting a drink over at Pieces or over at yeah. Zombie Hut. Well, listen, neither does Dua Lipa. <laughs> what is with all of the celebrities hanging out at Pieces? I Dua to, Lipa. No, I have to say though, the fact that Casey went to Stonewall instead of. Pieces is not Kate Wright's. Okay, but Casey was at like an official event at Stonewall. Mm. She was All at right. the Vogue pre Metcal, I guess, uh, thing. But Dua Lipa, which we skipped on on Met Gala, but her look was an I iconic fashion. <laughs> I saw her on the list, and I didn't include her. Wow. Okay. Oh, we forgot to. I should have included fucking Casey on the list. I'm such oh, an idiot. Actually, she was. The one white girl that was an iconic fashion moment for me. Yeah, she executed it well. She was, like, standing wow. like a... what kind of stand are you? You left her off. I know, I'm sorry. Wow, Bethany. I, okay, I <laughs> have known and stands Casey from, since 2013, which is what most gays have yet to achieve. Mm. Although, I do want to say, like, this was something like Erica Jane cosplay. And the fact that Erica Jane was not invited to the Met Gala for this particular theme as well seems like a misstep. Like, why did Moschino not bring her? Is that the name? they brought Casey. <clears throat> but, like, they didn't only bring Casey. They brought, like, a few people. Right. I don't need, I don't need Erica Jane at the Met Ball. <laughs> no, Sorry. But, no, no, no. But I feel like if you're going to have a Met Ball that's camp, housewives should be there, baby. Housewives are camp. No? Sure. Uh, yeah, I agree. But not Erica Jane. Let's get like Ramona. Let's get Ramona up there. I would have liked a ZMLS. To watch Ramona totter up those stairs no. would Ramona, be the dream of a lifetime. Ramona's not like in fighting shape for Metcalfe. No, if Ramona wore a true a faith, <laughs> a true faith t-shirt and a jumpsuit, that I would be camp. It. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so Bethany leaves because she's got to go. Okay, she's got to let the babysitter go. Right. The fact that Luann was mad about this. The fact that Luann is like a mother of two. No, it truly, <laughs> it truly <laughs> proves Ramona's point from season four. She's more of a weekend mom. Sorry, Be- that's rude. I no, shouldn't be no, commenting. No, but Bethany, on. but Bethany says later in this episode. Well, we know you like we're going out to the clubs every weeknight. Yeah. I think Bethany clocked Lou exactly in this episode. She clocked her in the right spot. Yes. Wow. Perfect. Uh, but the energy does change when Luann comes on the stage and sings her two songs. And what I want to <laughs> ask is, why are we limiting it to two? Why is Girl Code not in the repertoire? I don't think it's like considered canon by a lot of people, Ooh, which I hate. That's fucking insane. And then if anything, you do... You do Chic Say La Vie first, you do Girl Code second, because you plan in the middle, and then you end it with Money Can't Buy You Class. Right. Right? 
I agree with you. What, like, what are we doing at class? I was going to say the show's called Class of the Countess. What are we doing with, what's the name of the show? Is there a name? Just Countess? Countess and Friends? Countess and Friends, yes. Hashtag Countess and Friends. What are we doing there for an hour or two hours? Uh, she's playing bongos, I know, at some point. <laughs> There's other people involved. Like, she brings on, like, yeah. like so what's the third song? comedians. Are we, inc- are we going to add this Feeling So jo- Giovanni song? <laughs> I think she doesn't do Girl Code because it's closely associated with Dorinda. No, it's closely associated with Heather. I know, but it's closely associated with Dorinda, and this is where I'll let my scholarly um, brain come out. Because when Countess first performed in the clubhouse, Dorinda was there. Okay. And participated in the performance. Who cares? If I'm anything, just saying, the countess anything, holds enough of a grudge that she would do that. If anything, she's not performing it because, like, is Victoria on the track or, like, just performing it? She's on the track. She's on the track but didn't get credit in iTunes. I remember that. So maybe, like, that's part of it because, like, there's already a lawsuit with with her. So well, no, maybe, but Victoria was at the party. I know. That's what we can't wrap our head around because, like, the lawsuit with Victoria only wrapped up recently. I know, but they were back hunky-dory, like, that, the first episode of the season. I know. What's going on here? I have not... This family doesn't love each other. I'm just going to no, say that. I'm sorry. No, they love each other. It just seems like they might not. Okay. Uh, Tinsley and Dale, the Tinsley Coasters. This was like a rare good t- Tinsley moment. It was a great Tinsley moment. Like Tinsley, having the coasters. And it made Lou look like a... <laughs> but having the flashback. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, I do understand Lou. Like, she's currently on probation. Like, but, like, the sentence has not been served. But allegedly not taking probation <laughs> oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, we talked about it last week. I, but you didn't listen. Famously. I listened to that part. I you swear. You famously I did. did not listen. I listened to that part famously in my own brain. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So we meet Birdie for the first time. Bridie. 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 At a lunch with Andrea, who we've seen, we've gotten eyes on in the past. Mm. If you look at any of Ramona's luncheons from years previous or any Ramona Singer event, Andrea's always there. It's her She's and, been biding her time. It's her and Liza Minnelli. Yes. And they're usually, the two of them are usually used as the examples when a voiceover is happening, when someone like Bethany's talking shit about Ramona's friends <laughs> and being like, like saying something along the lines of like, it's like walking into a Star Wars bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they always use Liza for like, to make fun of them. Yeah. And Andrea's actually the one, do you remember the AOA, when they all went to AOA for yeah. the christmas thing mm, mm. and andrea said something like bethany was like why is there like a rope and stanchion separating us from the two like from the rest of the restaurants yeah and andrea said oh they're not our people <laughs> <laughs> legend okay um so we're with bridie bridie knows that ramona's an influencer which is why she roped her in um just get her name right romina oh my god and then when Sonia says, I do children too, was like, Sonia's like facial reactions during this whole powwow was wild. Sonia, like Sonia isn't great with words. And mm. when you're dealing with this specific <laughs> issue, mm-hmm. you need to be on top of your yeah. like messaging game. Yeah. Get those sentences straight. Get those sentences straight. Um, okay. Oh my God. I love checking in with Dorinda's new spot, the temporary home. 
That she wants like seemingly outfit? No, so Oh, is this the permanent home? Yeah, so we when they introduced us to this segment, they were showing us her talking in the temporary home, in the temporary apartment. She's like, I was gonna I'm gonna live here for a little bit until I move into my mm. new place. But when we got to the place where she was with John That's the place. That's the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she allegedly lives on the same floor as somebody who's been on a major television show and is maybe on a major television show now. I don't wanna say the name because it's insider goss. I've told you about this. Okay. Like a um, drama. This person is a performer in dramas. Okay, on drama. TV. Television. <laughs> um, uh, I love seeing John. I love seeing him roll around on the bed. Are we gonna keep the bed against the window all the time? I would love to, like, get, get in there. And, like, really help out with, like, what are we keeping? What are we tossing? What are we bringing into the home? Like, I want to, like, put some vignettes together. Sure. Of, like, like the proper, like, lamp. Are plant. you an interior designer now? Well, no, so, like, I've been doing a lot of research these oh. days. Oh, yeah. And, um... Is it just going to be, like, video game prints on the walls? No, 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 no. And pictures of real housewives around? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, welcome to our home, baby. Uh, but, yeah, I, I feel like there's, um... There's a future. Sure, but can my question is, is she going to keep her bed up against the window at all times? Doesn't that get hot? A curtain. Okay. Yeah. But is that the look? When you have a big window like that, do you want a bed up against it? Uh, I mean, beds can be up against a window. Sure. That's allowed in interior design moments. Okay. My question is, we're in a three-bedroom. She apparently refuses to use any of the other two room bedrooms as bedrooms. Because she, like, weirdly wants... No one to stay. No one to ever be there. Not even John. Eh, would but, you want him to stay? Yes. He, he is a good man. Is he a good man? I feel like he loves her. Okay, lots of people love people. It doesn't make them good people. And I think he treats her well. Right? Sure. And maybe I he um he's independently successful, but he's not trying to get money from her. Okay, but he's definitely like trying to get like notoriety. Famu. Good. Good. We gotta go to Madame Paula, baby. Oh, you'll be on the breeze side on Tuesday. You should go. <laughs> yeah, I should go. Drop a few things off. <laughs> um Okay, so then we have like a little tweet up. I think like just kind of recapping Luann's antics at Vandal, which I did go once to celebrate my sister's birthday. How fun. Yeah. How where fun is that? that? I want to say it's like Lower East Side, like where the names, where the streets have names. Oh, like you know what feeling I mean? kind of chancy Harlem to Delancey, dude. Yeah, 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 Delancey, yeah. like below Delancey. Yeah, like in that hood. I have a question, mm. and I could be wrong on this. Sure. But... I feel like in some people in New York City will say Lower East Side, and they mean what I know as the East, East Village. Village. No, because East Village has numbers. Yeah, yeah. To me, Lower East Side has it's no below numbers. Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm validated in that. Yeah, we're on the same page. Like Boiler Room is in the, the East, East Village, Village. Yeah, and Vandal is, is on Lower, Lower East Side. Side. Yeah, good. 
That's a that's your New Yorker tip. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New York, baby. It's been waiting for you. Um, the flashbacks. The flashbacks. We got Bethany and Luann getting the drink in the Hamptons. I love that. Your skinny girl car. We got something I had not thought about in so long. Luann and Carol, five years ago, talking about Carol introducing Adam to the kids. Jeez, that was five years ago. It was 2014. See, the years are going I know, fast. faster these days, <laughs> right? Uh, and then with the, the most iconic flashback, uh, the Countess's Charity. Guiding young women. One of the bleaker moments that's ever been on this show, when yeah. she fat shames a little girl yeah. <laughs> who was asking for advice. But she still has plenty of time, so don't worry about it. God, ugh. Luz, uh, we have to admit. I would love we to, have to admit. I would love to see this like young woman to be like, she was actually at the Met Gala. We have to admit, Luann, not a good person. <laughs> uh, there's been a journey with her. Okay. Can we talk about Hannah? And her scarecrow brother. The return of Hannah. Not a good look on Hannah. This <gasps> I disagree. Why is it not a good look on her? She was like low-key mean to her mother. Oh, they were having a real conversation. Yeah, but like her mother was so proud. Dorinda's so proud of like what she puts into this world, where she lives. And for her daughter to say like, oh, I've always hated this place. And she was basically like wanting to give the apartment to Hannah also. She was saying she hated the place because like the bad memories of. Sure, but like. Of the death and moving back here after the death. I know, but I feel like it just was like kind of harsh to Dren in the moment. She wasn't fully thinking through her mother's feelings when she was saying these things because her mother might have had different things and was obviously proud of how she raised her daughter and all of that. I think she's so proud of how she raised her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think Hannah might have waited a long time to have this conversation with her mom. I don't know. It felt... I think Hannah's so... Like, I, compared to, like, how the original Hannah we saw to now, like, she strikes me as, like, so put together. I feel like... We're on two different pages. the only person maybe in the world no. who thinks <clears throat> that. Um, today on Twitter.com... You saw one tweet. Henry Evil said that she's a good woman. Okay. <laughs> and like, I felt not alone. I moment. feel like we got a first impression from um, part of the Come Through Queen Extended universe yesterday. Jamie, who's experiencing Hannah for the mm. first time. Okay. And did not stand. So I follow her on Instagram. And like, she has the right opinions on everything. Sure. You can have the right opinions on everything, but not necessarily be like the best. And like, loves Drag Race. Okay. <laughs> like, like I think she made, like, Dorinda start watching Drag Race. Okay. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, in that moment, I felt a little bad for Dorinda because I think she was maybe a little blindsided by her daughter's feelings about this home that she raised her in. Sometimes the truth hurts. <gasps> no. Uh... Okay. Uh, but she got the Scarecrow because it was 70% off after Halloween. <laughs> she's just storing it in that empty <laughs> apartment. Le- that she's going to rent out, like, with Scarecrow. I don't know. And with, like exercise ball that hannah was assembling yeah that makes sense sure okay uh okay so bethany's trying to go to ramona's event but she's also going to the victoria's fashion show like could you 
have imagined if Bethany had shown up in that iconic fashion moment look. And also, like, we'll get to this, but Jill was there. Let's get to it. Okay. Jill's there. So... Did you know this? Did so, you know Jill was there? <laughs> so far, two events that we know for a fact that Jill filmed at, Jill has been... We haven't seen footage of Jill there yet. So... One was this event, and two was the Angel Ball. Well, the Angel Ball was easier for them to erase her out of. And it feels like they're teasing content from the Angel Ball, like, more and more. Did they superimpose another human onto Jill in this episode? No. Because we saw a group shot. We saw a group shot, but Jill was on the end, so... But, look, I'm sorry... I, I'm sure they filmed Jill, too. They 100% did. We saw them... Fi- but the fact that they were able to piece together footage tonight that did not even have, like, a single red hair of Jill. I know. It was an iconic like, fashion to me, moment. To me, it's like they're putting, like, Liza go- Minnelli on top of Jill's Aaron. No, Liza Minnelli's on the right-hand <laughs> side. I might have to go back and, like, do a like actual a comb dive. through okay. for Jill. Um because the other thing that I was fascinated by was that this particular restaurant is right across the street mm-hmm. from the Dream Hotel in Midtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. where many famous Housewives events have happened. Number one, the You're Such a Fucking Liar Camille dinner happened in Serafina, which is connected to that Dream Hotel. Which two, I went to before Wicked, the first time I ever saw it. Wow, your mind. Um, kind of not convenient to Wicked, but okay. Um, two... Uh, Dorinda's Halloween party last year and I actually there might be a number three and it might be Kelly Ben Simone's Halloween party season two wasn't that in like Times Square baby um not Times Square directly and if like you're looking down Broadway Mm -hmm. it's like you can see Times Square wow and remember Bethany like rollerblading like down the street it might have been the same venue. Mm. Okay. Uh, Harry Dubin. He's Harry Dubin. And he's with Ramona now? Yeah, apparently they're fucking... No, mm. it's just like, ugh. I feel like he's like a cat. <laughs> he like sneaks in there and like... Like a bad cat. Yeah, like he's a bad cat. He sneaks in there and like claws women and then like <laughs> leaves. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. No, like like um um emotionally. Uh, we had a Kristen Takeman flashback. Looking back on Harry Dubin, I know I love a Kristen Takeman flashback. Kristen Takeman had good moments. Just saying. Speaking of flashbacks, we had a flashback of Sonia making sure uh, Ramona making sure Sonia's not invited to the birthday. So okay. We're talking about Ramona implies that she would like the other woman to plan something for her upstate. and Bethany's birthdays upstate. And it, we get to find out that Ramona is having another birthday somewhere with some people hosted by, um, what was her name? Not, um, not Joyce. Uh, it was something. I forget what the woman's name was. Not Yvette. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Someone at the, um, who went to the Angel Ball. And we got... The flashback, same flashback twice. 
of which I loved that the editors were like really hitting this home. It's funny that we keep going to the Angel Ball only in flashback. Right. I love it actually kind of. <laughs> so the other women are kind of offended are offended that they weren't invited to this other birthday party and Ramona says something along the lines of I didn't have anything with the to do with the guest list and we see this woman twice ask, "Can I invite Sonia to your birthday party and Ramona just quickly shakes her head now. So when y'all watched Ramon's live last night, it was so hilarious. She's like, I want to tattoo table 62 on my arm. <laughs> I will say, I don't like when they do watch Ramon's live on the terrace. Yeah, I feel like I'm in like outer space. Like, we just need to be in the clubhouse, please. Um, okay, Dorinda's saying birthdays are for 10 year olds. Now, this is going to like sound crazy from, from someone who had a kind of a destination birthday last year. Mm-hmm. But birthdays are for 10-year-olds. I guess. Like, people make such a big deal of their birthdays. Right. I mean, like, I think everyone is entitled to have, like, a something-something for their birthday. But birthdays are for 10-year-olds. You literally had a destination birthday, though. So you're just actually crazy no, coming but, from but me. But that's, only, that's only because of Christina Aguilera. Okay. I would not have done that if not for Christina Aguilera. Okay, but we had a big birthday dinner. We were there for two well, we were, nights. What, what am I going to make you, like, sit in your hotel room eat by yourself? Yeah. We're going to have a birthday dinner, baby. Oh, my God, baby. you're a 10-year-old. <laughs> wow. Okay. You wish you were 10. Okay. Instead uh, of 10 times 4. <laughs> 10 times 4. <laughs> Uh, Barbara showing up and Ramona being happy to see her was like a change of pace. I know because, well, they had that fashion moment. She, Barbara's the, um, tie to Ramona's share. Clueless. Mm. But, and Barbara actually looked best of season. I would say. Ramona's impact. Yeah. Ramona's impact. Okay. The speech. I don't even, it just was so awful. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Uh, if you feel that it's awful, run, don't walk. I think Andy, did Andy retweet it or something? Or some, like someone retweeted it. So Bridie identified herself and she posted Twitter. a link to like her charity to like, you could like donate to it. Yeah. And on the charity page is a big picture from the event, but the box where you actually donate on the page is cutting off Jill Zarin, so you only see the very top of her head, and only true fans would recognize. It's as if the editors played a part in this charity. <laughs> in this charity. <laughs> but, uh, and also, like, Rondo walked to this charity website as well, because the people donating are saying, like, I am donating to you because the New York housewives are despicable. <laughs> I know. Um, but Liza Minnelli and uh, Andrea are front and center on that website. Yeah. Good women. Um, that's New York, baby. I think that's New York. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Grab a snack. So that I can go home and watch Drag Race. <laughs> oh, come on back. Be kind and go west with the pride of season 11. I'm depressed, honestly. Um... I was rooting for Nina West. I think that there was a weird judging situation that happened in this episode when they asked every queen to say who should go home. And it was all Evie or Silky. And then they put Nina up for elimination, which, like, whatever. Other things I want to focus on... um, I think I'm all in for a curia at this point to win. 
and then Evie second, and then um, Brooklyn maybe, but yeah. Uh, other points, I like this episode, but I'm depressed. I have nothing else to say. Is that bad? I haven't watched and talked. Um, bye. Oh, Drag Race. Um, I don't feel quite sad like Brendan does. I kind of just don't care anymore. I thought we were going to have a great episode after last week's uh, pretty fun episode. But this week, I don't know. It was fun seeing the queens back. Um, especially Soju and... Um, what's her name? Versace. Ariel Versace. Uh, it was fun seeing them and like cause trouble. Man, Soju. It really was like having uh, someone's first time in drag. She's refusing to walk in heels, etc. What else? I mean, the fact that we got no scrubs and Alex and I both gasped when the song started and then we were quickly deflated as we saw both performances. Uh, When Silky went to the back and started climbing on the walls, I was like, yeah, like, let's climb. Let's climb all the way up. Let's like scale the walls like a, a crazy person. But then I don't know what she was trying to do there. Uh, I thought it was going to be, <laughs> be a, a double Shantae, no, double sachet away, which I thought would be pretty funny this late in the game. I don't really understand why we did the song this week and not with Candy Burris in our presence. Maybe they realized they didn't want to offend Candy by having these queens sing the song. Uh, in terms of the actual challenge, I thought I liked Evie's. <laughs> I don't know. Like, wasn't it fun and interesting and different? Maybe it looked crazy in person, and that's why she was getting dragged. Um, yeah, not, <laughs> not much of it excited me. And we have a preview for next week where it seems like they're preparing for that, like, Riju Rochu performance, but five of them are there. I, like, can't even remember how this works. Does someone get kicked off in the middle of this episode? I have no idea. Uh, that's enough. <laughs> Let's get to the freak of the week in One True Queen. And we're back from the future, baby. And it's time for the freak of the week and the one true queen. Brennan, who's the freak of the week this week? So. The freak of the week. We're doing a little bit of improv here. <laughs> And I will say, the freak of the week is Ramona's friend, Joni. Joni? Why is she the freak of the week? For disappearing. Didn't we discover that she, like, met a man? A man half her age? Right. So, like, I think years ago at this point, Ramona responded to, I think, a question from From Alex. Page six? From... Yeah, but it was like they were doing like an ask page six mm. thing. And Alex asked the question of where Joni was. Yeah. And yeah. she had like met a younger man. But I feel like Joni was such a big part mm. of our lives back in the she day. She should have been at this. She would have been at this, but. Kids charity. We don't know where she is. Yeah. So, Ramona, bring her back into the fold. Please do. I mean, if you support other women, you would support Joni. Joni just, like, I think she looks like what, um, uh, what's her name? What 
Bethany always described her mom to look like. <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the one true queen this week, on the other hand, is um, one. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So you are the, the Stan Hathaway, so tell us I'm a Stan Hathaway. So first of all, Anne Hathaway, I think, is shat on by the world for no reason other than she is a passionate woman mm. who has opinions about things. And we don't let passionate women succeed. Exactly. So if you're an Anne Hathaway hater and you just like can't put your finger on why I don't like her, so it's because podcast, of the bench. patriarchy. <laughs> um, so I, I just say... Um, I like Princess Diaries was on in the background and I watched it for the first time like while gaming but still half paying attention. Mm-hmm. A pretty good film. I'm sure if I a watched it. A very good film. When I was younger I would have liked it more. Well you like were kind of older I than was, the generation. Well that I was actually it. her contemporary so. Yeah. So first of all Anne Hathaway was on Stephen Colbert's show the other day. <laughs> and With Rue. No, no, that was the thing. The gag was... Oh, that's the gag of the season. He, Stephen Colbert was just like in the middle of the segment, pivoted to her love for RuPaul's Drag Race, and then in the middle of the segment, welcome to the stage, RuPaul, as a surprise. Mm. Yeah, you stepped on the gag. Oh, that's why she was crying. Yeah, you stepped on the oh. gag. Um, so she was crying, and then they, she was asked like, who on the show she really liked. She went on this like long <laughs> thing about Monet Exchange and how <laughs> much... Rue pretending to know who Monet Exchange was. And people are shitting on um, Anne Hathaway for confusing the fact that she said that she loved watching Monet on season 10 and then she liked how Monet stepped up in season 11. People are shitting on Anne Hathaway for this. But, I mean, if if we didn't have this whole, like, all-stars regular season dichotomy, essentially... The all-star she was on was the next season. Right. And it's like, she was overwhelmed by the situation. Mm. So then, she was on the red carpet of her new movie. Okay. That was advertised on Roni Oh, last The Hustle, week. baby. Um, and she was asked again about Drag Race, and she's it, the question was, like, if a queen from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you had to, like, do a, do a heist or whatever they do in The Hustle, mm. who would you choose? <gasps> And she picked Shangela and talked a while about Shangela. And then she said Monet exchange again. Um, And she said that Monet would help them, like, would help talk their way out of trouble. And then she also brought up Asia O'Hara. Who would you choose for your your heist? My heist? Yeah. Um, Of the drag queens. Oh, um, uh, Evie Oddly, because she's flexible. Oh, that's a good choice, actually. Yeah. I would choose Mariah Balenciaga. Okay. Because I feel like she'd be like the best at scamming. Yeah, she's a scammer. 100%. (laughs) Speaking of scams, thanks for listening to this podcast this week. Um, Speaking of scams, thank you to our two listeners who listened to our request a few weeks ago to leave a review. This has been a free podcast for now over three three years. That's psycho. (laughs) Um, So... It's free to go leave us a review, a positive one, hopefully. Five stars, baby. Yeah. I think we have all five-star reviews except for one. Yeah. So just help us out. Um, Also, speaking of scams, um, go follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. Follow me at NotBrendan. 
Go to our Facebook group, Come Through Queen. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us um, on Pinterest. Follow us on Friendster. Follow us on Peach. Speaking of iconic fashion moments, go to comethroughqueen.com slash store. Get yourself an iconic fashion moment merch item. Wear it to the Met Gala. It's camp. Don't worry about it. And you can like, comment, subscribe. Heart share, we retweet. <laughs> love me, love me, please retweet. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.